This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Casey! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the East Coast Offense Podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host. This podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. You can get a special offer for new users on FanDuel. Get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. It's more than $40 in value for just 10 bucks. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. This is Chris List, host of the East Coast Offense Podcast. And as usual, I am joined by Dalton Del Don, who... I mean, I'm over it, man. I don't give a shit. You can say whatever you want. Who's in a celebratory mood. You defeated me in the two side bets that we had. They were both very close. And you made the Stopa League playoffs because of it, and I missed them for the same reason. I don't even give a fuck anymore. You can read the East Coast Offense article to see all the horrendous details of what happened. It is as brutal as it gets to lose in fantasy, especially to someone like my co-host here. And that's all I got to say about it. You got you got anything to add? Yeah, the last couple of months have been me talking all about my bad beats. So this is just great. And I know we just talked about this on the XM show, but it's actually better for me to double up here and have you go through it again. But the Stopa League is a $11,000 payout. It's not some normal league. And uh, you scored the second most points of the week with 174 and I had 177 and knocked you out of the playoffs in dramatic fashion in which I entered Monday night with a 93% chance of winning Yahoo showed. And you had Dwayne Allen and Hilton. And Dwayne Allen scores three touchdowns before halftime. He had two all season. And it was, it was very intense. And um, frankly, I, just want, I want to hear what you have to say more in the manner. Well, all I gotta say is like you're not you're burying the lead. I started. Yes, Colin the lead Kaepernick. is Colin Kaepernick. Yes, yeah. yeah. I started Colin Kaepernick, and I still would have won if Chip Kelly doesn't bench him in the fourth quarter. And it's just like you know he just did it on a whim. He didn't even have any good. He's like oh, I wanted to see if if Gabbard could give us a spark. 
It's fucking Blaine yeah, Gabbert. Not- he doesn't. There's no spark. That Blaine Gabbert is not a spark. Blaine Gabbert is a, you know, a rainstorm in terms of a spark. He's the opposite of a spark. He's he's a known quantity who is bad, and who had many games this year to play already. So he just kind of on a whim did that. I mean, it's not like it matters for the team, but you know, it was just all right. Fuck you. I'll just start him. I'll just pull him. What the hell? I know a lot of you. I know. It's a, it's a weird thing, too. This Kelly claimed that Gabbert was a, a better pocket passer, but the, the conditions were obviously a problem. Barkley did not complete a pass until a minute 33, I believe, were left in the first half. So I'm not trying to make excuses for my guy Kaepernick, whom I love even more after this performance. Yeah, because that dude what he just did carried you in two leagues. Yeah. I would have beat right. Hanson. If I had just like an average quarterback score, 12, 15 points, I think I would have beat Hanson and friends and family, and you would have owed me for that, too. He swung yeah, both. Great. He swung both bets your way and knocked me out of the playoffs. Yeah, he's a great, great man. He's a great man. But his free speech to go do those kneel downs. I said he's he should be allowed to do that. I I I respect it. He's speaking about an important cause. I I defend him. He should have been jailed for that. He should have been put in jail. If he (laughs) were jailed, I could not have used him, and I would have won. Now now I've changed my view on this. And now watch him ball out the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't care anymore. It's not really about him. It's really Chip Kelly, though. It's that, that pulling him is just inexcusable. Absolutely well, inexcusable. The point that- I was trying to make is that it, like the conditions were so bad, and he's a running quarterback, so it's just funny that, that his excuse was we needed a pocket passer. But um, you know, that's a beautiful thing. And, um, uh, yeah, so you are not in the playoffs in the Stopa Law Firm League, and there's $11,000 in the line, and I personally knocked you out. And it came down to the final minutes of Monday night. Yeah, and, and the worst part of it is I never really wanted to start Kaepernick in the first place. I just thought about it because he was red hot. And then I asked a few people, and when I asked them, they all said Kaepernick over Winston. And then I just kind of put him in, never put somebody in experimentally. Like, oh, let's see how this feels to, to switch these guys up. And then I just never undid it on Sunday morning. And I was actually drinking all day with Heather and her friends on Sunday because, you know, the games don't start till 6 here. And I like kind of took a cab away at like 5.15 and was like, all right, I'll just make some last-minute moves. I mean, obviously, I had set my lineup on Thursday already. I didn't even consider it. I don't know why. It was just sort of like I was worried about another position. I was worried about Doriel Green-Beckham versus Tyrell Williams, which I got right. But I was kind of worrying about that, and I, I just totally forgot that there was even a choice at quarterback, and I just left it alone. No, and I, and I had held him uh, for the first month of the season, uh, and I thought that was going to come back to burn me, but ironically, the opposite happened. And, and, and to be clear, this is a two-QB, or, or at least it can be a two-QB league. So. It is a two-QB league. I mean, it, it, I mean, it really is. You don't have to, but you're, you're toast if you're starting a non-QB in the QB yeah. flex spot. So what are your thoughts also now, me? Uh, I, I'm sure you really care, but uh, me now getting the three-seed has me facing the sixth seed. I don't know who's on anyone's fucking team. I don't care. No, I understand that. No, I understand that. But I'm, I'm asking a more general question. I hope you fucking lose. That's all I got to say. The sixth seed I hope, gets I said, the, I hope uh, the overall a, point. I, I hope you the lose on a stat point. correction. I hope you lose on a stat correction on Thursday. Uh, okay. okay, my point In is the finals that after I, you spent I, the money. I hope you think you win the league, and on a Thursday or Friday after you've spent the money on something, there's a stat correction, and you lose. All right. Can you listen for a second? I am now facing right. a six seed because I because I beat you because um, I'm the three seed now, uh, and the six seed got in based on overall points, which I like. I like I like that idea of the overall points getting into the playoffs. But the problem is for someone like me who is a three seed, and the six seed now has three hundred more points than the five seed. 
So that's not ideal okay, for so, someone who. So, okay, so, but let me just say one other thing. I should have been that sixth seed because DVR should have beat P now. But for this other part that we didn't even talk about, Sunday night, if Hauschka doesn't make that field goal to go from 37 7 to 47 with Tremaine, whoever he is, Boykin, Trevon Boykin and Tremaine Pope in the game for Seattle, if they don't get that last field goal, then even though I lose to you, I still get I get in as the points guy. It's just that when Derek lost to Pino, then Derek was out of the playoffs and he had more points than me. So there were like a million ways I should have won. It was just the most disgusting thing. And then you throw in the Monday night thing where I actually had an improbable comeback. It was like I lost three separate times on crazy stuff. That that's really I've never lost three times in one fantasy week in one fantasy league. It was, it was a beautiful, beautiful it was thing. Just, I mean it was just it's whatever. I can't even – words cannot describe it. But if you want to read the words, read the East Coast Offense article because I describe it as in detail as possible. There's no point in rehashing it here, even though we did. Um, so, look, you're saying that they should make Derek the three seed, you the four seed, and then you play the five seed, and then three plays six is what you think it should be, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I, well, I was curious what you thought should happen but because I, 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 I totally agree it's with fine. the last I mean, thought. The thing is if you make the playoffs, you should have enough uh, points to, like, beat any team. I mean, that shouldn't be like the guy who gets in on points, but not record. He shouldn't have like, he's not going to have like hundreds of points more. I mean, you know, everybody should have around the same amount of points in the playoffs. So every once in a while, the points guy will, who gets in, will have way more than the fifth seed uh, record guy. But you know, it's, it's not going to happen that much. All right. Here's a, here's a segue. I have Matt Stafford on my Stopa law firm team. And you wrote about him in your East Coast Offense uh, article. And I am reluctantly taking the Lions in Survivor. But I want to hear your Stafford take. Well, first off, you're a coward to take the Lions in Survivor because they're 56% owned uh, by my numbers and could be higher. Uh, I don't have any other options. I hate it. I guarantee they lose. I hate it. It's my least favorite. But if they lose, you could win your whole pool if you just pick a winner. Take the Chiefs tonight. Take the Chiefs tonight. A yeah. real man would. Right. A real man would. Well, I mean, I, I like the Colts, obviously, as my second pick, better than the Chiefs. But if you've used up all those teams, um, I would take the Chiefs. But I would take the Colts ahead of the Chiefs. Detroit, they'll probably win. They would be my pick if I just wanted to survive this week. But, you know, you're not talking about surviving this week. You're trying to win a pool. And in order to win a pool, you need other people to lose. And when that many people are on one team, that's your opportunity. Totally. Now, now, now divulge more in your thoughts on Matthew Stafford though. Oh, I, you know, I think he's kind of a dink and dunk guy. I think he wasn't, he, he wasn't accurate making all the throws. He wasn't, he was too loose as sort of the, let him play like Brett Favre, peak Brett Favre. He's not as good as that. So Jim Bob Cooter came in said, this guy isn't that good and kind of shrunk his game to do a lot of dink and dunk stuff. And ever since then, his rating has jumped up. His completion percentage has gone sky high and his YPA has climbed up a little bit. And he's been better. But, you know, most of his yards have been after the catch. So it's like Golden Tate making a lot of plays after the catch, which he's good at and, and Theo Riddick. And I just don't think he's that good. I think he's having a nice year. I mean, he's, he's having a good year, surprisingly, without Calvin. But, you know, there's at least 10 QBs that I would take over him in real life or fantasy going forward. He has his highest pass rating of his career pass the year in which he's not is, Calvin. Is a kind of a completion percentage really helps. Touchdowns help a lot, but interceptions hurt. I mean, it's not, it's not really an efficiency stat. It's kind of like a don't-make-mistakes stat. I actually do have the Colts. So that's what I should go? That's what I would do. You should go with what you think you should do. 
I'm, I'm rooting for you to lose whatever it is you're doing, so don't ask I, of me. Course you are, of course, of course. Right. In the worst possible right. way. Uh, yeah. No, so, no, no, no. Stafford's just an interesting guy that uh, we've always actually railed uh, why? against. Do you, do you disagree of. with me? I mean, are you just going to let me? No, I don't think he's that great at I all. I can name it's 10 just, QBs it's... that, I, you know, not just, you know, just for 2017 or just for the rest of this year and in no particular order. Brady, Russell Wilson, Rodgers, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Dak Prescott, Rivers, who's close. I'm not like that big on Rivers. Who else am I missing out on? A bunch, I, just, I don't, Matt Ryan, Cousins. Oh, Derek Matt Ryan, Ryan, Cousins. I think Winston Mariota are borderline about the same. Newton about the same, even though I know he's had a terrible year. Who else? There's someone else that I'm just totally blanking on. Oh, Derek Carr about the same. Andrew Luck for sure. That's the one I was blanking on. Andrew Luck definitely over him. So you know, that's 10 that I can name over him and like three or four that are at least equal. Yeah, makes sense. Um, all right, let's move on. A cu- just a couple quick uh, hitters before we get to the games. Uh, did you hear that Clay Thompson scored 60 points in an NBA game while playing 29 minutes? I did hear about that. I haven't really been up on the NBA because I'm not doing DFS here. I'm not allowed to, but that's pretty cool. He could have scored 80 if they really wanted to push it. I think they should have. Why not? Yeah, he held the ball 88 seconds and, and took 11 dribbles. Yeah, he just, like, dribbles once and pops it, right? pretty sick what the Warriors are doing I mean they, they scored 37 points in the first quarter against the Clippers last night and started that quarter off 0 for 7 from the field it's it's uh obviously I'm a homer and, and injuries can happen but their defense is starting to gel and this well, is uh, pretty awesome the crazy thing is you have like Durant can play D and Draymond is a great defender and then you have is Iguodala healthy I'm not even paying attention to the NBA he can also defend and then you've got the two best shooters in the league, right? And then Durant is maybe the third best. So, like, it's just it's a crazy team. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Okay, and uh, last thing, did you see the guy uh, who punched a kangaroo in the face, the, the viral video? I have not seen that. All right, so this kangaroo gets his dog in a headlock. It's right. Australian. Right. And, he, and they literally square off, and he punches him in the face, and then they, like, look back at each other, and he says, get out of here. It's 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 it's. It's epic. You have okay. to see that. All right. I'll, I'll Google it. I'm sure I can find it. Oh, yeah. by the way. Okay. I have the one seed in League of Leagues, by the way, too, in, in football. And you always give me a hard time, but um, come on. We got Good job. One seed. Good job. Now we must win. I can't believe we traded away Blunt in a non-PPR. Do you know that Blunt has scored more points in non-PPR than Antonio Brown this year? It's all about touchdowns. You're right. Exactly. I mean, he scored yeah. more. he's literally scored more than Antonio Brown in our, in our no-flex, no-PPR league. I mean, he's like one of the 10 most valuable players in the league and we gave him away and we drafted in a just a two-year league calvin johnson in his prime retired right no it's, <laughs> it's crazy that we're the one seed in that league you better win it sure. i mean it's a joke if you don't win it and then also you got to win that nba nfbkc thing for us the 10k to make up for this money that i've lost okay i'll do my best for okay you. one other I'll thing so so you have your video you got to google this video like google like Man robs wine store Venice because um, Heather's fr- Heather knows this person. Basically, there's a video of this dude with a gun coming into a wine shop in Venice. And the clerk who's there, like his employee, who she also knows, cowers in fear, like immediately opens the register and like ducks, just like doesn't want any part of it. But the owner, who's this like big doughy wine guy, he doesn't know how to fight or anything. He's not like a, a, t- a badass or anything. Just like attacks the guy with the gun, starts tackling him, pushing him around, grabbing his arm, and drives the gunman away, and the gunman sprints away on the video. Nice. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's, it's just, 
it's 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 a decent watch in and of itself, but the fact that this is just some dude that right. Heather knows is hilarious. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. All right, you got anything else for me? All right. So that's it. Let's go to the games. What are we? Um, uh, what is it? Three Six, and two. Uh, eleven and eleven and four. The last three weeks in the, the super contest. Yeah, we've been doing pretty well on the games that I've picked. You've definitely given us some clunkers, but yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I don't know about that, but. All right, you ready? Okay, Raiders plus th- Raiders plus three at Chiefs. This is my second best bet of the week. I love the Chiefs at home. Really? Second bet? This just seems like such an obvious spread. It just seems so normal. But I did take the Chiefs and laid the wood at home. It's a short week, and I think the home teams have big advantages on the short weeks. Secondly, it's supposed to be freezing, terrible weather. And I think that is an advantage to the Chiefs. And third, I think the Raiders are a little smoke and mirrors, and their record is sort of bloated. And I think it's one of those games where uh, the Chiefs were going to even up, even up the uh, the division. So I, I just like their last loss. I think their last loss this season was against the Chiefs, yeah. and that occurred a long time ago. Yeah, I, I don't put that much stock in that, but I just think this sets up well this game for them on the short week. Okay, our second best bet of the week for you. You said yes. Okay, I'll mark it down. Fine. Okay, Let's get your guy to put this in. This is now actually. I think our proxy is, is is going out of town, so he wants our picks in immediately, so okay. we can get this one done, done and done. Okay, Broncos plus one at Titans. I don't know what the line is with uh, in in the super contest, but this to me is a coin flip. I, I took the Broncos. I, I thought the Broncos should be minus one and a half uh, as long as Trevor Simeon's playing. I think their D is really good. I know the Titans can attack the middle of the field with Delaney Walker and DeMarco Murray. But still, when you get nothing from your outside receivers, it's hard to win. And I think Simeon will move the ball against the Titans. I took the Broncos. Yeah, total coin flip for me as well. Titans coming off a bye. I took the home team, but I don't feel strongly at all. Okay, Chargers plus one at Panthers. I really wanted to take the Chargers, so I made this two and a half. I thought that the uh, books loved the Panthers. They are going to make it three. Um, but it's only Chargers plus one. So I found myself on the Panthers. I, they may have checked out. I mean, they really look checked out at Seattle, but in terms of just at home and, you know, if they try, I think they, they should cover this. You've got to take the Panthers here, right? I mean, this opened at three, and it's now down to, to one and a half. This just feels like the right side. I mean, who who wants to back Carolina at this point? So that's why I'm doing so. Okay, you're on board. Okay, and the Colts-Texans is plus six. I actually made this line five and a half saying I'm going to make it high so that I end up with the Colts. <laughs> And it's friggin' six, so I have to take the Texans. Um, and at six, I just kind of feel like, fine, I'll take the Texans. I'll buy them low. Totally agree. Absolutely hate Osweiler. I don't think I've taken the Texans in, in any game in the past two months, probably. But this line just seems too high. Their defense is still pretty good. And a divisional game, uh, yeah, I don't like it. And, and now you're trying to talk me into taking the Colts and Survivor. But I'm back in Houston here. I, I hate threading that needle. You know, like I got it's like a six point line. You got the dog and then the favorite and survivor. That is a narrow window to try to steer through. Exactly. Totally. It's bad. All right. Uh, but it's great when you when you manage it. You're like, sweet, I got the win and the cover. It's like such a hard thing to right. pull off. All right, Bengals minus six at Browns. I made this four and a half. Um, I thought, of course, the Bengals need to be favored <clears throat> significantly on the road. But six is a lot for this Bengals team. And I just think this is the worst. Like, the Bengals were this team that had playoff aspirations. They got beat up, didn't play very well. Everyone was on their case. Then they get a big win with their home underdogs against the Eagles, right the ship a little bit. Not in terms of making the playoffs, but in terms of escaping with their dignity. And I think this is a great spot for a letdown. It's a divisional game. Brown's coming off a bye. 
I don't know what to make of RG3, but I'm taking the Browns. I think there's a, there's a, this is the best chance the Browns have to win a game all year. The funny, yeah, to bring it back to our Stopa League, the controversial week one or two trade we made, I have RG3, and now he's back starting. It's right. pretty funny. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Bengals aren't that good. This is, I, I keep backing the Browns every week to my detriment, but this is a big line for a team that's not that great. So I took the home dog. Wow, we're on like all the same. I mean, the only difference we had was the Titans Broncos and that was a coin flip. Yep. Let's see see how it goes. Continue. All right. Here's my best bet. Steelers minus two at bills. I had the bills. I had the Steelers getting three. I just thought these teams are equal. Steelers are not very good on the road. Weather likely to be a factor. So I, I, this is my best bet bills. Yeah, no, I, I picked the Bills as well. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, I mean, Sammy Watkins getting healthier, and um, obviously McCoy's the man. So, uh, I, th- yeah, Ben Roethlisberger on the road, sure, absolutely I'll fade that. I picked up the Bills defense in the league. Interesting, for the we, for your fantasy playoff. Well, actually, I did it for the Stopa League, but now I'm realizing that it doesn't matter. I, I emailed Stopa, I was like, if I win the total points, right, I can still play. He's like, yeah. But I think then P&I was like, no, the total points thing only comes to play to determine like whether it's divided up among the four teams that made, you know, the final four or one guy wins it all. It's not like if I was like some dark horse and won the total points, like I could take half the money. I don't, I guess there's not a point. There's not a uh, prize for that. So you didn't make the playoffs in that league? No, the Stopa league. I'm talking about the Stopa league. Yeah. I'm being a smart. Oh oh, yeah. No, I didn't actually. I'm not sure how it happened. Why don't we, why don't we revisit the whole thing all over again? Why don't we talk about that a little bit more? Please consult the East coast offense column. It details it. Just Google East coast offense and RotoWire and and my name and you will be able to find that column. Okay. I like that though, Bills. I'm fine. I'm using that. That's my best. Yeah, that's my best bet. So that and the Chiefs are my two best. Okay. Cardinals plus one at Dolphins. The book loves the Cardinals. I don't know why. I kind of know why, but it's just like, to me, there's something wrong with them. And now that they had that win against Washington, uh, I definitely want to sell them. I don't want anything to do yeah. with them. Yeah. No, I missed that game last week. And I understand their defensive metrics are pretty impressive. But definitely give me the home team here. I, I like Miami in this you one. Are, pretty all easy. the same games as me. I'm going to have a bad week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I hate this as well. Yeah. You want to mark that one down too? Uh, I don't love it. Yeah. I, I like it. Fine. If you want it, take it. You want to you push for it, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, um, Bears I mean, plus eight and a half at the Lions. I made this line eight, uh, and so I, you know I'm not too far away. But I take the Bears. I just I don't respect the Lions. I don't think Stafford's that good. Um, I think the Lions D played great in New Orleans, but this is a letdown game, and I don't think the Bears are that bad. I think they're going to hang around here. Oh come on! I mean the, the Lion. Yeah, the Lions had trailed in the fourth quarter of every game this season before last week. I, I hate picking them in Survivor. Absolutely, I'm on the Bears side here. Okay. I mean, I would use this if you want. I'm not like, it's not my yes, biggest. Yes, yes. Okay. Done and done. Fine. Yes. And then uh, Vikings minus three and a half at Jaguars. We're on all the same games except one that we're both 50-50 on. Vikings yeah. minus three and a half at Jaguars. I took the Jaguars. I, I thought three and a half is a little, little heavy here. That'd be like nine and a half at home. And the Vikings offense is bad. Minnesota, here's my prediction. They'll need a special teams or defensive TD to cover it. And they might get it. But I'm not going to bet that they get it. So I'm taking the Jaguars. So the stat of the week is Blake Bortles has more pick sixes than he does career wins. I believe it's 11 to 10, okay. which is just 
absolutely in, insane. But I'm with you again here. Home dog for sure. Why would you lay more than a field goal right. with this Minnesota team? So uh, I'm with you again. Jack. Wow. We're on the same page. Okay. And then this one, the Redskins uh, minus one at Eagles. I had it one and a half, so I ended up on the Redskins. The thing about the Eagles is their D is really good at home, but which Eagles team is showing up? If it's the bad one, the Redskins roll. If it's the good one, it's close. So give me the Redskins. Oh, that's funny because this one actually changed. It's it's the only one that I changed in my initial instinct, and I went to the Eagles because I felt like why would anyone want to back them at this point? So I, I'm taking the home team here. Ooh, the bad to change. Now I feel good about that one. Okay. You're probably right. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Let's go to the late game. Saints plus two and a half at Bucks. I made this line three and a half, man. I, I don't like the Saints on the road. And Tampa has been good. They went into San Diego and won. They beat Seattle decisively at home. Their D has been better. I'm laying the wood here, especially because the Saints aren't getting the full three. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, okay. Completely agree. Less than, yeah, less than a field goal. Uh, I'm with you there. Okay, Jets plus two and a half at Niners. These are both garbage teams. Bryce Petty starting. Why aren't the Jets getting the full three? I don't really see why it's two and a half. Yeah, no, I, I already alluded to this. But I'm, I'm taking my, my 49ers here, and, and typically I, I'm very much against them, and I actually hope they don't win this game. I want for draft pick purposes. But, um, yeah, I mean, with Bryce Petty <laughs> traveling across the country, uh, the Niners have actually played a little bit better defense uh, against the rush. So uh, give me Kaepernick in a bounce-back game. All right. And then Seahawks minus 2.5 with Packers. This was kind of a coin flip, but I had it Seahawks minus 1.5. Um, Lambeau's a tough place to play. I'm not sure. I've made maybe more of Aaron Rodgers doing well against the Eagles at home. I was like, wow, he's, he's crushing the Eagles in their building, which nobody did. Even Matt Ryan Roethlisberger got shredded by that defense, and then the Eagles get lit up by Andy Dalton, so now I'm not so sure. But I think the Packers' offense is a little bit more on track, and their D isn't quite as bad as it was, and it's nadir. So I'm saying Packers narrowly. I'm taking them. Me too. It's my biggest coin flip game of the week, though. I would yeah. not touch this at all without, no, without, I mean, not at all. Yeah. No, but not. yes, I, and I feel like the sucker because it's less than the field goal. So they're like begging you to take that, that home team. But I would not touch this game. Okay. So you and I are like, this is just weird. Um, Falcons minus six at Rams. I had this line at three and a half, would be nine and a half in Atlanta. I think the Rams suck, but sometimes they play tough D at home. And the Falcons, I feel like, are good, but they're not at their peak. I think, you know, when they beat, Denver and almost beat Seattle. That was sort of their peak. Now their offense is good, but not great, and their D is below average. So I took the Rams. Yeah, Mohamed Sanu's out, and Julio Jones is battling turf toe. I don't really typically like to look at injuries like that too much because I feel like the line is it's baked in. But this line started at four and a half, and now it's up to six. I kind of have a Todd Gurley feeling in, in DFS this week, and I'm and I am the, the Todd. I mean the the Jeff Fisher. Extension is so bizarre, but still, I, I'm absolutely taking the home dog here. Yeah, someone's asking me, they're like, aren't you going to rant about the Jeff Fisher extension? And I was like, I don't care. It's not my team. You know what I mean? I'm happy. I don't, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any, I mean, I understand it's stupid, but I ran about Ben McAdoo. That's my problem. Someone, <laughs> someone who roots for the Rams should worry about Jeff Fisher. It's not my, knock yourself out. Okay, so we're totally on the same page there. Cowboys minus three at Giants. I took the Giants. I'm not, con- and I really don't like the Jason Pierre Paul's missing the game because he is arguably their best defensive player. But I still we have think- a season too. Yeah, he's out for the year. It's too bad. That's terrible. But I still took the Giants to keep it close. Oh, me too. I mean, but this is the right line. I mean, what are you going to do? It's a right. coin flip. It's exactly I the right line. I made it minus Dallas. one and a half before I knew that Pierre Paul was out. But 
I mean, you know, this is saying they're six points better on a neutral field. I said they're four and a half, so took the Giants. Yep, I'm with you. Same here. All right, Giants so as well. All the exact same picks except one coin flip, but this one we differ on, and I think pretty significantly. It's Ravens plus seven and a half of Patriots. I like the Ravens here. I, I think they're the one team that is not intimidated to go into New, New England. They've played them in the AFC Championship game and won. They've played them in other playoff games and won. They've lost close games with them. John Harbaugh, Joe Flacco, Terrell Suggs, they don't care. They're comfortable there. So I, I took the points. Yeah, it's funny because this is uh, my best bet of the week. So um, we were close on all the others. But this would have been basically a pick em in Baltimore. I, I just don't like going against Belichick in New England, especially in a primetime game like this. I, I get the Ravens have played pretty well. In, in the their playoffs, not just primetime, time, like the AFC Championship game. Right, right. Yeah, and, no, I think, I think, the, I think Gronk is out. And Brady's had like 5.7 yards attempt the last two games. Like, the Ravens are top five rushing and pass defense. This is going to be a tough game for the Patriots. This is going to be hard. Yeah, I can see it'd be a tough game for the Ravens offense, too. Um, I, know the, I know the Pats defense hasn't played that well metrically, but I, I don't know. I, I, I think the Patriots roll here. Come on. Come on. You're going to get to go against Belichick here in, in yeah. prime time on Monday night. Yeah, I am. You're going to feel dumb. You're going to feel dumb once this game so. starts. I don't think so. All right, well, well I'm not going to use this one. I would have used this. This was like my third best bet was the Ravens. Yeah, well, we're going to use it, but this is the other way. No, we're not going to use it the other way. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> okay. Don't be an idiot. Okay. All right, well, then okay. you tell me the you fifth, then. The you way? tell me the fifth. You want to use this the, the other way? You can, but then you need to step up for it. You need to say, even though this is your third best bet, it's my best bet, and I'm stepping up, and if it's wrong, I will have an extended apology next week and admit what a total moron who knows nothing than I am. Okay, well, you're looking for any hope uh, whatsoever what just happened, and, and the line is seven, not seven and a half. I'm looking right now in the Super Fine. Contest. So I, I will back it up, and I will do that. I'm All taking right. the Pats as okay. our fifth All right. There's pick. A we have so we're 0-1, Chiefs. but we can go 4-0 on the other ones. Yeah, we have the Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, Bears, and now yeah. my lock of the century, Patriots. Yeah, I really don't like that, but that's fine. I, the ones I'm owning are the Chiefs and Bills. Okay. All cool. Right. All right, man. Are we good? All right. I think we're good. We're done. We're good. All right. Take it easy, man. I hope you step in All dog right, shit today. <laughs> All right. Dominated so, you in Stopa. Uh, disgusting. Disgusting. All right. This podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. There is a special offer for new FanDuel users. Get a free six-month RedWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription – but you'll have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. That's more than $40 in value for just 10 bucks. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW.